Hey, Refresh Sisters, it's Shawanda here, your host of Refreshing the Soul podcast. Well, it's summer and Refreshing the Soul podcast is on summer break, but I have some great throwback episodes lined up for you. So I want you to sit back and enjoy these replays and just remember to take care of your soul because soul care is self-care. Bye. Hey, welcome back to Refreshing the Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Shawanda Williams. I'm so happy you joined me for another episode. We're in this series this month in February. We are Refreshing the Soul, who has this victim mentality. We're breaking the victim mentality. Before we get started, I want to ask you, how is your soul doing? How is your soul doing? Have you stopped and paused and really evaluated what's going on in your soul. I know you're busy. I know you got your kids, you're getting them to school, you're getting them ready, you're you're taking care of yourself, you're taking care of your business, you're you're working, you're serving in the ministry, you're doing all these things. And yet maybe something hit your soul or pricked you or triggered you in some way and you didn't stop to really take care of it. I want to tell you my beautiful sister you got to take care of your soul. Taking care of self, you know, we've gotten to this, um, we've gotten into this, this, this state now. Is every, everything is all about self care and taking care of yourself. But I just find that when we pause and we take care of our soul, really like locating where am I at, how am I feeling, how am I doing, when we can check in with our own selves, then we're really taking care of our souls. When we can come to an honest place. Come to an honest place with ourselves. Come to an honest place with God. Tell him what's going on deep inside of us, where we may be weary, where we may be heavy, where we may feel insecure at. When we can get honest and we can allow God into that place and to show us how to think differently, to change our perspective so that we can be whole, so that we can show up in our jobs, so we can show up in our business, so we can show up for our kids at home so we can show up in our relationships as God intended us to be that is soul care yeah I got my nails done yeah you know I you know keep my hair done have the makeup get the clothes all those things and that's great but am I taking care of my soul I'm all about eating healthy I'm all about working out at least three times a week I want to take care of this body, but as much as we put the work in to take care of our body so we can live a long, healthy life, God wants us to take care of our soul. So when I ask you, how are you doing? I really want you to think about that. How am I doing? Is there something going on that I didn't stop and check and get down on my knees or pray silently wherever and talk to God about this? So that just means a lot to me. It's something that I've learned to do over the years. And um, I'm just, I'm, 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 my heart is just for women to really get that and understand the importance of um, taking care of your soul, taking care of your soul. Matthew eleven twenty eight, 28, Jesus says, come to me, all who are heavy 
even if you are weary, and I will give you rest for your soul. He cares about your soul. He wants us to have rest in those places that we can't do anything about it. We can't do anything with it. And that's a little bit of what I want to talk about this, um, today is about, you know, our souls, you know, they, it craves peace. It craves to be at peace. And we will find ways to manufacture it, to find a way to soothe the place where it has been disturbed. And so when we get into this, you know, breaking the, the, the victim mentality, that victim mentality came from a place. It came from a root. It came from a disturbed place, somewhere where maybe in your childhood, maybe while growing up, wherever it was, something disturbed a piece in you. And now you, you kind of became stuck in that place. And to sometimes to protect ourselves, um, to keep the peace in our soul so we don't feel what we felt before, we will remain in this victim state. We will remain in this victim mentality. And so I just want to, um, I want to make sure we have an understanding of that and how important it is to find the root of that. Last week, we talked about being honest and coming to an honest place that we are, we have a victim mentality. We have been operating from out of a victim mindset. And there are some things that I talked about to indicate whether you have um, a victim mindset. So I encourage you, if you missed that episode, go back, replay that one, and then come to this one. Because now I, re I really want us to dig deep and figure out where did this come from? What did it, how do I see myself? Because I've come to my honest place that I, I'm, I, I'm, I'm making everything about me, how this is happening to me. I'm afraid that if I do this, this will happen to me. I'm afraid if I say this, then I have this fear of punishment. We talked about fear of punishment last week. Now we're talking about, okay, what's the root of it? How do I see myself? Because I'm operating this way, because I'm making these choices not to do this because of fear of what, ha of what will happen or because I'm speaking in a way of where I'm making everything about me. How is it that I'm seeing myself? What is the root? What is the identity that I'm believing um, I am? And so let's first start with like what a victim is. What is a victim? A victim is a person who has been attacked injured, robbed, or killed by someone else. You know, I was writing down this that, that definition today, and when I wrote down the word killed, it's like pricked my heart so strong, like something just like hit me with that. And I know there are people who have been victims of murders, you know, of, 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 of all kinds of things that have happened where um, they literally died, physically died. But this killed when I when I read this, and it says a person who has been killed by someone else. Um, sometimes we can allow the injury, the hurt, the attack, the offense, the harm, whatever you want to call it, betrayal, lie, cheating, robbed, whatever that was done to you. Sometimes we can allow the trauma of it, the pain from it to destroy us to kill our soul. 
There are so many people out here walking around existing, but dead, dead. And a, and a lot of it too is because of stuff that has been, that has happened to us. And, but we've never broken free from what happened to us. Our mind has stayed in a place of where this thing happened. So this is what, this is all I see through. This is how I view life. This is how I view myself. And it, it, it almost choked me up today. I could barely even write the next sentence because like, oh, God, there are people who really have been killed. They're alive. They're breathing. But they're dead to the things that has happened to them. And my prayer was like, God, help me to say what you want me to say in this message. So that they know that they can breathe again. They can live again. They can be who you created them to be. And that you don't have to stay in that place. I was thinking about how, um, you know, when I, when I had separated from my husband of um, 10 years, my high school sweetheart, we had three kids together. And um, I was furious at God. I was so upset. I felt like, yes, my life was destroyed. I felt like I was destroyed. Um, and in that bottom place, in that, that place where I could have stayed stuck at, I chose to cry out to God. And honestly, I made an ultimatum. I said, God, I need to know that I know that I know that you are real for myself. Not from what I heard growing up, not from what my mom or my dad said. I need to know that you're real for me, for me to move on. This is what I need for you to show up and be real to me. And I'm here to tell you, God showed up within seconds. He spoke to me undeniably. And he was waiting for me to get to that place, that place of surrenderance, that place of me trying to continue in the way that I was. He wanted me to give up. He wanted me to surrender. And so right now I'm speaking to you. If you, if you resonate with this message and you know that you have been seeing yourself um, as a victim, you've been operating at a place where all you can see is what happens to you. This is happening to you. People are overlooking me. People are not seeing me. I'm, I'm getting the bad end of the stick. This always happened to me. If you're, you're afraid to stand out, you're afraid to speak up. I'm here to tell you, God is looking for your surrenderance. He, he's, he's waiting for you to get to a place where you're saying, you know what? I give up. He don't want you to give up on life. He wants you to give up on you being this fake you. This you that you know that you could be way more than he's wanting you to give up on trying to do life without him. He wants you to give up on you existing because he's saying, my daughter, I've created you for more. That's not who I created you to be. And he knows it because he said, I knew you before you were even a thought before you were informed in your mother's womb. This right here is not her. And so I'm talking to you today. It's time to wake up. It's time for us to get to the root of what's been going on in your soul. Wow. Wow. I, um, as I was thinking about this message, um, I was just thinking about, man, sometimes we, when we're, we have been hurt, when we have been traumatized, when things have happened to us, um, saying in that 
victim mentality, staying in that state, that mindset, it's almost like a protection mechanism, right? If I stay in a place of where I'm not going to step out and do this because I don't want them to say nothing. I don't want them to say I didn't do it right or whatever. It's, it's you're trying to protect yourself from the harm of others, from the correction. Sometimes we try to protect ourselves from correction. We don't want, even want to be corrected by someone. And with that, that's what we need to figure out. What is that? Why do I feel I need to protect myself? See, it's far deeper. The root is far deeper than you seeing yourself as a victim. It's deeper than that. And I want to get into that right now. But I, I was putting here that also sometimes um, that staying in that victim mentality, um, we want to pr we protect, we use it as a protection mechanism so that we don't experience the same hurt that we've experienced before. And so a lot of times that, that hurt or whatever that we experienced, maybe it was embarrassment. Maybe it was um, abandonment, abandonment um, or a betrayal. It permeated in our soul. It got deep in our soul. And sometimes we can experience things over and over again through different people, through the same person. And so it begins to wedge in our soul and it begins to um, change the way we see ourselves. It, 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 um, it changes our mindset. It changes how we look at life because of what has been lodged down deep in our soul, right? So our soul knows this place. It knows this feeling that it wants to stay away from. So it will do everything it can to protect itself, right? Because again, remember what I said at the beginning, our soul wants peace, right? It doesn't like to be disturbed. So it will do whatever it needs to do to stay in a place of, of peace. Why do you think people are addicted? on drugs? Why do you think people get addicted to alcohol, get addicted to all kinds of stuff, sex and all these different things that jump from one man to another man to a woman to, you know, why do you think all this happened? Because our souls are searching for peace. It's searching for something to keep it still. It's searching for something to make it feel better. Because that's what we want. We want to feel better. And in the last episode, I talked about how our perspective, the way we see things changes, um, it, it, it causes um, the things that we think about. It affects the things that we think about, our thoughts. And then our thoughts, it causes, it influences our feelings and our feelings, it influences our decisions, our choices. But a lot of times we want to just start at the feeling. I feel this thing, so I need to correct the feeling. And really, you need to correct the mentality, the perspective, right? So we got to get the root of how am I seeing a thing? How am I looking at a thing? And when we're talking about the victim mentality, we got to figure out like, okay, so where did this come from? Where did this all start? How did I, how did I get here? And so that, that stuck place that I'm talking about of where maybe something happened to you, I, and I, it could have been as a child. I've been hearing um, this lately about how, you know, there's this little girl inside of us, a little girl in some in some women that has not grown up. And because I've heard it more than once, I said, OK, God, I believe you're talking to me. I, I want I want you to I need you to show me where young Shawanda, little girl Shawanda has not grown up yet. Show me, God. 
how to grow up. Show me how to mature. I don't want to be stuck in a place where something shocked my soul as a girl and I never grew from it. I just stayed in the, this mentality that I'm just this girl who, who fears getting hurt, who fears getting um, belittled, who fears feeling small. God, I, I show me this little girl. Where, where am I? Where did I get stuck at? Where did my mentality stay stuck as a victim? And when I asked this question to God, he said, um, they, actually, he didn't say anything. He reminded me of a, a conversation I had with a cousin of mine. He was an older cousin of mine. And, and, and I know this was God because I completely forgot about this. This is why you got to go to God because he'll bring things back to your remembrance. You probably forgot about it, moved on, but the thing is still lodged in your soul and it has created an identity. It has created a mentality inside of you. This is why we need the Holy Spirit in this process, in this stage, finding the root. You need, we got to go to God and ask him to reveal some things to us. And so he revealed to me this conversation um, and I can't even remember the conversation, but I remember, I remember the whole scenario. I remember how I felt. Um, it was an older cousin and I remember I was saying something, I was joking, you know, I wasn't serious, but, uh, we we're kind of going back and forth. But again, my mindset was like, I'm, I'm just joking around, but I guess whatever I said, he took it seriously. And when he took it seriously, he, he said something back very like, harsh and and um very stern very condescending and there were other people around i'll never forget how i felt in that moment i felt so small i felt so belittled i i i i felt like i never wanted to talk again like gosh if i say this this may now i felt like this may happen i don't know where it could go it did something to me and my soul and it, it, it and it made me feel like I was nothing nothing and and I can remember on different occasions after that came to my memory after God gave me that I can remember different occasions where that happened with different people and again I mean and not just not um and I it wasn't anything where I was ever trying to be mean or rude or anything but it, it always turned to this place of where um, it was something I couldn't take in the conversation. It was this heaviness. It was this weight of the way someone would talk to me that I'm like, I just would go to this small place. And, um, that feeling, that moment, um, shifted, started to shift something in me. It changed the way that I saw myself. I, it made me believe, um, the, that the feeling was real. The feeling um, made my I identity that victim state of he said this to me. He made me feel like this. It shocked my soul into just really believing that I'm weak. I was nobody. I had no voice. I was small. That is the lies that it taught me. I never even real. I would have never thought about that during that time or even now that I, that that was lodged in my soul. But I took the time to one, be honest, like last episode with the way that I saw myself showing up. So you got to be honest to, at the way you are showing up, you know, on, on camera, <laughs> 
with, with your friends, with relatives, with co-workers, whatever. How are you showing up? How are you responding? How are you, how are you taking things? Are you easily offended? Like really get to an honest place and then say, okay, God, where did this come from? Is there a little girl? Is there this little girl inside of me that hasn't grown up? If so, show me, show me where she's at. Show me where this happened so I can figure out what is this lie. And so here I, I came to a place of finding the root to my lie. I found in the root to this victim mentality and this lie that the way that I saw myself and now it, I'm at a place where it's like, okay, I can see now where I can get triggered in moments like this. When I can hear someone who talks in a condescending voice, when I can hear, when I can be in a situation where I feel like, um, someone may have more knowledge or wisdom or whatnot in me. Now I know the feeling and I know, okay, I see, I know this feeling is attached to a lie, but I know not to respond to it right? Because it's a lie. So this is just, just a, another step, another stage of getting to a place where we are being refreshed. We're receiving God's rest. We're taking on his yoke of living and thinking and doing. We got to get to the root of how is it that we are seeing ourselves in this place. And, and so as we are finding this root, it's not just the root of, I see myself as a victim. It is what happened to me that caused me that caused me to feel a certain way. And what was that feeling? How did it what was the identity that I, I took from that feeling? What was it that I started to believe that my soul started to be conditioned to believe about myself? So it's getting to the root of your identity, how you see yourself. And so for some of you, it could be maybe you are overlooked as a child repetitively by your mom, your father, um, or even maybe something. It could have been a project and and everyone did amazing. You felt like yours was crap. <laughs> I mean, it could have been anything. Some uh, uh, Use God, use the Holy Spirit to help you um, bring to your remembrance what happened to you. And I believe there's a lot of you who know. Some of us are some very aware and woke people out there. We know what happened. We know where it came. We know where something shifted something in us. It could have been an abandonment where someone left. You know, it could have been through um, someone cheating on you. I don't know what it is. But if you know what it is, I want to encourage you to take it a step further, right? And also ask yourself, okay, how did this make me feel? Did it make me feel belittled? Did it make me feel like nothing? Did it make me feel small? And then however it made you feel, just outline like, okay, I, I feel this way. Maybe through feeling overlooked, you feel like I'm not important. I'm not valued. I'm not enough. If you, if there was an abandonment, it could be you're feeling like I'm, I'm not worthy of love. See, when we have that at the base of our identity of how we see ourselves, the root, then our choices will be made from that. And so you don't want to um, show up fully in a relationship because you really don't believe you are worthy to be loved. That is the foundation. That is the root of how you see yourself. 
And so we can do all these things to feel better, to feel like we're worthy to be loved, to look like we're worthy to be loved, to wear, to have the nice clothes, the earrings, the shoes, the bag. We can do all these things to, to, to have the status, to have the followers, to feel like we're worthy to be loved. But if we never get to the root, if we never get to the perspective and change our, our, our mentality to, no, I am worthy to be loved. I'm victorious. I'm a child of God. I'm already loved. If we don't get to that place, your choices will always come from a place of, I'm not worthy to be loved. I'm not important. I'm small. No one hears me. My voice is not heard. I'm, I'm nobody. Those are lies and lies of the enemy. He wants us to stay stuck in that place. But I declare, after this message is over, you're going to do the work. You're going to talk to Holy Spirit. You're going to ask him to show you where you may have been stuck at as a little girl in a place of where something has happened to you. Holy Spirit is going to reveal to you what happened. And you're going to be able to find the lie. You're going to be able to find the root of how you see yourself. And you're going to come up out of this. You're going to realize who you are. You're going to find the scriptures to speak of who you are. You're going to do your work. And God's going to do his work. He's going to put his super on your natural. He's going to give you rest in this place. No longer will you continue to walk in a place of, of, of uh, a victim. But you will be encouraging other sisters of who they are. That is who you are. You are an overcomer. You have already won. Everything that is hindering you is all in your mind. Yes, there are things that people will do to attack us. Yes, there are things that people will do to hurt us. But and I wish I knew the, the the scripture that I just finished talking to my son about this. It's Psalms, um, and I apologize. Psalm sixty one sixty three. I'm gonna probably put it, I'll put it in the comments. I'll put it in the in the um, description. But David was saying was talking to God and seeing how enemies were all around him, everywhere on his side. He said, but he started talking about who God was. He said, God is my shield. God keeps my head high. My confidence doesn't come from what man is going, what man does or does not for me. My confidence comes from who I know God is. He said, he's my protection. When he cried, when I cry, he rescues me. He said, I'm going to praise him all the days of my life. That, that, that's a, that's a place from a victor mindset saying, Hey, you know what? I don't have to be in a place where I'm not attacked. I can be in a place where I know I'm being attacked on every side, but I refuse to look at myself. I refuse to look at my enemies. I refuse to keep the focus on, on them, but I'm going to put my focus on who he is. Our identity has to begin to align with who God is. Our identity, David went back and said, hey, it is, it, it is God who protects me. So guess what? My identity, identity is I'm protected because I'm a child of God. And we're going to get into that on how we can start uprooting this place. But I just want you to know that finding the root is so important to transformation. It's so important to breaking anything 
off your life, any holes, strongholds, we got to get to the root of where this all started, where this happened and understand how, how am I seeing myself? What is the lie that I'm believing about myself? So then I know this is the scripture I need to read to, to encourage myself. This is the scripture I need to believe about who God says I am. Amen. 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 One, one last thing that I did put in here was that, you know, at the root of a victim mentality is a false identity of self. Your lens is broken. And through God's word, his, he can fix it. He can make you whole again. He can um, allow you to see yourself the way he sees you. And so just real quick again. I want you to do these three things to help you find the root. One, you're going to ask God to show you where there may be this little girl stuck somewhere in something that hurt her, something that happened to her. You're going to ask God to show you where did I get stuck at? Where, where did this happen? And then you're going to, I want you to write down. What did you feel in that moment? How Think about all the feelings. Take yourself back there. I felt belittled. I felt small. I felt not worthy. I felt abandoned. I felt left out. I felt whatever it is, right? All the feelings. These are just feelings. But then let's trace it back to, okay, now what's the perspective behind this? What is the false truth that, I be- that I'm believing about myself? What is the lie that I'm believing, that I believed about myself, that I'm not worthy of love? That that's what's been that's what you've been carrying in your soul that is what needs to be refreshed that is what needs god's rest okay so ask god to show you where that little girl is what happened what happened to her and how you can how we uh, how he can mature her what do you need to do to grow up and then write down what are the feelings what did you feel what happened when that when that happened or when these certain things, maybe it was an accumulated events of things. What were the feelings? What were you feeling? OK. And, and then say, what did these feelings have to say about how I see myself? What change? Right. And so after you have done that work, you can do it now. You can do this later when you feel ready. Um, I always do this confessions for the soul. And I want you to just continue to repeat these. Um, these are the same confessions I used last episode, but I, and and I just felt led to use the same confessions this episode. You can keep these confessions. You can write them down. But if anything, write them down in your heart. Believe it with your heart. Choose to believe something different about yourself. Choose to believe what God wants you to believe about yourself. So I want you to take a moment, breathe, and let's just. Speak these confessions, believing that it is so and it is well. All right, repeat after me. I am not chained to what I've been through. I am not my pain. I choose to allow God's word to change the way I think so that God can transform me into a new person. I will not walk constantly afraid of punishment, but I will let God's love 
permeate the depths of my soul until fear is no more. Because I am new in Christ, I am victorious. Thank you for watching. Thank you for listening. I pray that this message was a refreshing for your soul. Don't forget to like and subscribe if you're watching me on YouTube, if you're following me on any podcast podcast platform, don't forget to just, you know, go ahead and and hit that subscribe button, all right? Love you guys. Be blessed. Remember, soul care is self-care. Bye-bye.